Today's Issues continues on AFR. Welcome back to Today's Issues on the American Family Radio Network. Our mobile application is out there on multiple kind of devices. Just type in AFR or American Family Radio and download it. By the way, we've got our video streaming platform in the final stages of development and ready to launch on November 1st, 2021. Yeah, that... Um, Video streaming platform is is coming along very well. Uh, we're testing it each and every day here at AFA with some of our staff members, and so that's exciting. We'll be able to upload uh, all of our shows, including today's issues, on that platform. Uh, and then in 2022, uh, we will have a live feature where you can live stream all of our radio shows and our content there on the platform. So that's coming November 1st, twenty twenty. Uh, one, Steve Jordahl's in studio with us. Steve, what do you think about us having our own video platform? I've seen this. I've seen the backup and used it a little bit. I think it's fantastic because, uh, for example, I've never been able to watch, um, not, I, I saw the In His Image, but what was the one, uh, God's Word, what was the one? The God about, Who Speaks. The God Who Speaks. I haven't been able to see that yet. So it's right there, free and ready to go. I also, with regard to your, your app thing where I have I have to um, AFR on my Roku stick. Nice. I can just go to Roku and I can just click the AFR banner and mm-hmm. I'll get whatever's running there and I can go back and get uh, um, you know uh, out uh, past shows. past episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So multiple ways for our listeners to keep up and uh, Ray. This may be news to you, but your cultural institute you did for us. You've actually done I think at least two. Um, those videos will be on our platform. Hey, I think this is this is superb. This means there's one-stop shopping, so to speak, mm-hmm. and it's on our own platform developed by our own people. It's run by us. I mean, we're not farming this out to Amazon or Apple or in, or Google or anybody else. That's it's right. It's our own streaming platform, and that's part of the deal, that we're going to control our own content, and we're going to make it all available. So... I think this is a fabulous step forward. If you thought, gee, I, I, I want to know. I, I want to. I remember. I heard this or I saw this on AFR. Now you know. There's going to be a place starting November the first where you can find all of it in one place. So terrific. That's right. And the videos uh, I'm talking about is "Courageous Living in Turbulent Times" by Ray Pritchard. Uh, that will be on our platform as well as many other uh, videos. That will be available. Um, so November 1st is the date for that launch. A very exciting time uh, at the Ministry of AFA here. Well, Steve, take us right into the news. Well, I'm going to start with a story that I actually got from Ray, who uh, sent me a quote and everything. So we're, Ray knows about this. Our uh, friend here at AFA and a longtime Christian apologist, Josh McDowell, says he is stepping down from ministry, quote, for a season. I'll read you that entire, his entire quote. After uh, making some statements in a speech he made to the American Association of Christian Counselors last week, we talked about that with him earlier this week on our network, and uh, he said he could have done things better, but at that time he hadn't stepped back, but he has now. I'm going to play you the, his quotes that, that got him in trouble from the speech, and then I'll read you the, uh, the, his apology. Uh, so why don't we start with uh, number 11. I don't believe 
Everybody says, well, blacks, whites, everyone have the equal opportunity to make it in America. No, they don't, folks. I do not believe blacks, African Americans, and many of the minorities have equal opportunity. Why? Most of them grow up in families where there's not a big emphasis on education, security. You can do anything you want. You can change the world. If you work hard, you will make it. So many African Americans don't have those privileges like I was brought up with. My folks weren't very rich. In fact, they were a poor farming family. But the way I was raised, I have advantages in life. Ingrained into me, you can do it. Get your education. Get a job. Change the world. And that makes it in different opportunities. I know that was a little hard to hear in the background, so if you didn't catch that, he said that uh, black families, uh, black um, African Americans do not have the same opportunity in this country as white do. In other words, he's admitting to his privilege, mm -hmm. and he said because black, fam black kids often do not grow up in homes where the parents encourage them to go to school, to say you can do anything, they're kind of steeped, uh, the, the, not his words, but they're kind of steeped in this welfare mentality where... That's the best they can do. Yeah. Well, so he took some heat from that. And then uh, just yesterday, he, he released this statement. He said, quote, at a recent conference, I made comments about race, the black family, and minorities that were wrong and hurt many people. It breaks my heart to know what deep pain I have caused. It has become clear to me, along with crew leadership, that I need to step back from my ministry and speaking engagements to enter a season of listening and addressing the growth areas that I have become aware of through this. During this time of meeting uh, with others and learning, I hope to personally grow and better understand how I can help contribute to the reconciliation and unity that God desires for us all. Ray, that that's uh, kind of surprising to me. Well, let's see if we can untangle this just a little bit. He made those statements last weekend at the Christian Counselors Conference in Nashville. And he said... Once it was all said and done, he said very early on, I didn't say that as well as I could have. I agree with that. Mm -hmm. I agree. If you, if you listen to what he said, um, you could have added some qualifications there, or you could have left out a sentence or two, and this whole thing would not have blown up in his face. Okay, could have been stated better. He said that, and we agree. He immediately issued an earlier statement, Steve, in which he said what I just said, and he apologized for it. And last Monday, he came on this program, Alex McFarland, longtime good friend. Alex was guest hosting here for two or three days. And Alex quizzed him on this. And Josh said, I could have said this better, but he really had a very positive and upbeat tone. It's very hard for me to understand what happened between Monday when we interviewed him here on today's issue and this statement that was put out yesterday. Well, let's be honest. Somebody, somebody got to him. Somebody put the pressure on him to issue that statement. There is, let me just, I don't want to, I don't implicate you guys in what I'm about to say here, but let me say, based on, based on what we know, there is zero reason for a great man like yeah. Josh McDowell, to pull back, step down from his ministry. He said, I could have said it better, 
That was plenty. Uh, folks, the woke mob, and make no mistake, this is what this is. This is the woke mob coming after one of the great heroes of Christian apologetics of the last 50 and 60 years. The woke mob will not be appeased at all. There, this is, I mean, that statement reads like something that the Chinese communists would put out when somebody was forced to go into a re-education camp. So it's as yeah. awful as it can be. So again, this, you guys are not responsible for what I just said, but. Well, Ray, it's ugh. America. It's America. And your opinion can be shared on this network um, to whatever extent you want it to be. Um, and that's what we talked about last segment, that this right. is America and we should be able to share our opinion. Um, you know, this um, this is disappointing for one 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 reason, one main reason that we often are we at times, hopefully not as much, but say things. We either say things that are just flat out wrong, or we say things, but the way we say it is is not. As good as it could have been, inelegant, right? Yeah, um, and right. we're humans. Uh, we're we have our flesh and our sin nature. So, I I have said things on the radio um, that I wish I could change, uh, or I go back and correct it, or you know, alter it, or apologize. Uh, nonetheless, you get my point. Um, that making one uh, mistake, a, a statement at a conference, is. Uh, we just have to be careful that we we're not just canceling people's careers um, because they said something that could have been said better. Um, that's just a very dangerous precedent to, uh, precedent precedent to set. Um, but back to the whole topic of family in America, it is true that one's environment and one's situation that they are born into, um, does have a ha, have an effect on their future. Now, it's not the dominating effect. It's not the driving force. People who are born into not good situations, who are born into into broken homes, broken families, those people can break out of that. They can break the cycle, and we have testimony after testimony about how God changes people's circumstances, changes their lives, and brings them out of all kinds of backgrounds, all kinds of situations. Um, but people's household and people's uh, young uh, family life, Ray, that does have an impact on their future, whether we want to realize it or, or recognize it or not. What uh, Josh McDowell there, I think, was getting at is is the broken household, the broken family, which is not exclusively a darker skin color problem. Uh, look, bro- broken look. homes uh, affect everybody. <laughs> If I had been born to a rice farmer in Cambodia, my future would be completely different than it was. If you'd been born up in the up in the in in the mountains of, of Bolivia, okay, your future walker would be different than what it was. Family background matters, and we're not saying anything shocking by saying that, right? Yeah. This isn't just a black white kind of issue. If you're born if you're born in Russia your future is going to be different than if you're born in Wichita, Kansas. So these to me are just obvious statements about the human condition yeah. that apply not just to the black-white <laughs> issue, but and, a- across the board. Yeah, you're right. And the last thing I'll say on this is is our culture has really idolized skin color. 
our culture has idolized skin color because when you look at the facts behind where we are as a country, one skin color, I would argue, has literally nothing to do with their outcome. Skin color does not drive outcomes. Skin color is just a part, an attribute of being a human. Um, now, it's all about how people are influenced and raised. Um, if people are come from a, a, a solid household, a man and a woman, a father and a mother in the household, uh, statistically speaking, no matter their skin color, if they have a set um, biblical household, their, their, their probability of having a better life uh, goes up. Um, right. when it comes to economics and education and That's so on and so forth. statistical that, reality, Yes, right? and so our overarching goal should should be to restore the biblical family, to restore the biblical family across America and across the world. That should be our primary objective because that produces human flourishing. We have talked about uh, fatherlessness in the African-American community for a long time here on this network, and probably if Josh McDowell had said a lot of black kids grow up without the same opportunities because they have been abandoned by their fathers. I, I doubt it would be quite as much, but right. Josh McDowell has been canceled. Hmm. I don't see a single difference in this or someone going back on um, Gorsuch's calendar and saying he was at a party and did something just so that he could get him out of the way. And you said somebody got to him. I don't wonder if he dropped a hint in the statement where he says, um, it has become yeah. clear to me, along with crew leadership, <laughs> I noticed that, that I need to step yeah. down. So, I noticed that. at crew, by the way, for you guys, uh, used to be called Campus Crusade. Uh, Bill Bright started that wonderful organization. They're now calling themselves Crew C R U. And let me let me just add, I'm a Josh McDowell fan. Yes, and uh, I hope he does whatever he he think whatever he thinks he's got to do, and get back out on the front lines of ministry because we need his voice speaking gospel truth amen all right next story steve well we have been talking about the response to covid and lockdowns and and what's true and what's not and florida has a new surgeon general the surgeon general has said you know what a lot of the decisions that have been made in other states have been made based on fear we're not going there i want you to hear uh this is dr um search florida surgeon general dr joseph lapato He's standing right next to Governor Ron DeSantis when he says this. Listen to cut nine. We're done with fear. We're not. That's been something that's been, unfortunately, a centerpiece of health policy in the United States ever since the beginning of the pandemic. And it's over here. Expiration date. It's done. So <laughs> we are we are uh, we're we're compassionate. We get it. You know, there are scary things. We've seen a lot of fear from covid over the past almost past year and a half. And it's very understandable. But the way to approach that is not from uh, from a place of fear because it doesn't lead to good decisions. There you go. Not coming from a place of fear. He said uh, the exp expiration date is here, uh, Ray. Good, 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 good. <laughs> That's refreshing. Well, it's it's good to hear a government, a state government official down there in Florida speaking the obvious truth that the expiration date has come and gone on all this fear fear mongering around covid-19. Yeah, and 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 fear fear should not drive our lives. Uh fear over anything should not drive our lives. Scripture calls us not to be dominated by fear, um not to fear and to trust in God. So uh, wise words from the new health 
uh, director in the state of Florida. I was talking yesterday, I talked with a doctor who was a representative of the Christian Medical Association. We talked a, a, a half an hour interview just ranging from all kinds of questions I had about COVID and uh, vaccines and all this stuff. But I asked her at the end, I said, the Christian response, what is there a Christian response basically to this? And I want you to hear what she said. Uh, this is Dr. Ju- uh, Don Galbraith, who is uh, uh, representing the Christian Medical Association in these comments, cut 10. Believers in countries all over the world are thriving in their faith, honestly, more than I do on a day-to-day basis, I think, because they have been forced, much more than I am from day-to-day, they've been forced to cling to Christ. And so to me, that is the most important thing for anybody in leadership to remind our, to remind our community of, is that Jesus hasn't gone anywhere. And so, yeah, this stuff is scary, and yeah, it's upsetting, and there are more questions than there are answers, but Jesus is bigger than all of this, and the more that we're focused on him, the more that these other things sort of fall into the right priority. Good statement, don't you think, Ray? I love it. I'm reminded of that verse. God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of love and of power and of a Sound mind, a verse I first learned, by the way, almost 50 years ago from Campus Crusade for Christ. There you go. You know, that's so, that, what she just said there is so important, so valuable, because, uh, Ray, in the believer's life, fear can cripple our impact. It can cripple our ministry. Um, if, we, if we give in to fear, uh, God, that, that can, uh, Satan can use fear to make us as believers less effective. Fear is the most powerful persuasion tool uh, in, in the book, that's why the gov- That's why certain people say it this way: certain people in power are resorting to fear mongering because fear is so powerful. We we're afraid for ourselves, for our health, for our spouse, for our kids, for our grandkids, and so we fear immobilizes. Yeah, immobilizes. and it'll make people do things they wouldn't otherwise do as well. That's right. They're, that they line up like lemmings and just you know go off the cliff, so to speak, because they're afraid to stand up. For themselves so hmm. you know god bless what what the woman said because she's right in christ we have been set free yeah. from the spirit of fear yeah and that's really what many people are are saying across the country many just uh, laymen many common folks they're 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 upset they're disappointed that that much of society is being run uh, and our policies are being put in place purely based off of fear um, and it really, really puts us as a country in a really bad place that we don't need to be in. All right, Steve. I have a uh, candidate, a Republican candidate for Senate in Ohio. He's a little upset with his Cleveland Indians for bowing to this woke culture. They're going to change their name, you know. Well, this is blockchain executive turned Senate candidate Bernie Moreno. A blockchain executive. Blockchain is a cryptocurrency and such, yeah. and uh, he's he apparently made a lot of money because he offered a billion dollars to buy the Cleveland Indians to keep them from changing their name. They turned him down. Billion dollars. Billion, a billion dollars. billion dollars. Yes. <laughs> take take the money and run. <laughs> yeah, right. So he wanted to buy the the baseball team and uh, keep the name. Keep, Indian. keep the name. Keep the, the name. And they turned him down. They huh? turned him down. Wow, so money wow. doesn't always talk, huh? I guess not. <laughs> he must have a lot of money if he can spend a billion dollars theoretically just to keep the name, right? Wow. 
Yeah. yeah, money. When you when you look at what our government spends, and 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 right. and you think about this fella just having a billion dollars to drop just on a baseball a team, just a billion. I mean, that's amazing. Um, give me a billion dollars for a day. Uh, wow, I could do a lot of good with that. I just <laughs> put it in my bank account. Ten, and get the interest. For ten minutes. Just ten minutes. That's all. Ray, I'll share a thousand dollars with you if I get a billion. <laughs> done and done. I'll take it. <laughs> get what you can. Right. I've got that's to right. ask Steve. Yeah. Is that pink swans on your shirt? It is flamingos. Flamingos. Okay. Yes. I didn't know what to call it. Very close. Some yeah. of them are upside down. Some of them are right side up. That's right. They're confused flamingos. <laughs> I guess it depends right. on how you are, whether you're right side That's up. Right. Yeah, they're the opposite <laughs> to me. But, yeah, I decided – I got up a little late this morning um, and uh, decided I wasn't going to – I was just going to – It's mean, a flamingo decided day. to wear the flam- – it's a flamingo day, right? It's a flamingo day. I needed the encouragement. I needed the brightness of the levity That's because, right. man, we've been going through a lot of crappy stuff. I'm sorry. Ni- ni- nice <laughs> a lot shirt. Of bad stuff. Nice shirt. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. All right, uh, a couple minutes to go. I want to tell, take you to – we've uh, been playing on occasion this young uh, actress and blogger. Her name is Alexandra Lanes. She is ba- she basically talks rapid fire and says a lot of stuff that everybody's thinking, but most people can't quite get the words to say. I would like to play you – now she's talking about immigration, and I'd like to play you the latest cut from Alexandra uh, lanes on the border and COVID cut six. It's officially fall and we're watching the downfall of America. How nice. The border's a mess. There's no accountability being taken. Instead, you're criminalizing those for doing their job, which by the way, no one is whipping anyone. I didn't know we were changing the meaning of what a horse brain is, but also if you don't want to be chased, then don't illegally migrate to a foreign country. We also get the luxury of watching celebrities mock us on live television without masks, yet we don't get the luxury of living our lives without masks being shoved down our throat or forcibly applied to our children's faces. But rules are for the little people, I guess. Common sense is also for the little people. Chris Rock and all of Hollywood blaming the unvaccinated for giving you COVID after preaching to the choir about getting vaccinated so you don't get COVID. No amount of money or fame can make you smart, so just sit this one out. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that last line. Yeah, That's no. a lot of wisdom in such a short amount of time. And for such a young girl. A young she's person, gonna be, she's, you know she's going to be canceled. She's in her 20s. Oh, <laughs> but that's right. I'm kidding. Uh, she is uh, gonna try. disseminating this stuff on YouTube, and I don't yeah. know how long that's going to last. But, no, she's. Uh, uh, she, she looks like she's in her 20s. Yeah, and that um, that what she was <laughs> talking about, what's going on on the border. You know, the launching an investigation against Customs and Border Patrol agents for uh, – for having horse reins on their horse. And I watched the video, by the way, and I've seen the AP uh, photographs. Um, These were horse reins that were never in any way used to whip migrants. If if anything, uh, they they could be used at times to spur the horse to go faster. But that's not uncommon in the horse riding industry. That's what they're for, right? Yeah, yeah but- I watched a, I watched a, the incident from an angle I hadn't seen before, and it was very clear. The agent on the horse took the reins and he whipped them Spinning around, them spin around. Them, spun them around, yeah, and it spun them around to just right in the eyesight of the horse, and the horse immediately turned direction. So that that's how the horse was trained. Yeah, didn't hit anything. Yeah, and and, and to oh, to to, wow. to the to the lady's point there that just ran, that we just played her clip, um, borders. If you try to cross the Israeli border, mm. you could be shot. Oh yeah, uh, you could be shot. They're not gonna. They're not gonna. You know, hey, please put your hands up. All this nice stuff. They're uh, not messing around. No, they're not bo- playing. Border no. control 
historically has been a very serious issue, and it still is for many other countries in the world. Uh, we're just an outlier here. We could we could take some lessons from the Israelis. That's right. Hey, Ray, thanks for com- thanks for being on and co-hosting with me. Thanks, Walker. All right, Steve. Thanks, brother. My pleasure. Good to be back on today's issues. Good to have yes. you. Yes. All right, Absolutely. we got trivia Friday tomorrow, and I'll be on AFA at the court in about an hour and a half, about ninety minutes. Uh, thanks, folks. Today's issues. We'll see you next time. Thank you.